Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast. This is a part of a four-part series that honestly came about from Jeremy Miller. He's our VP and Director of Marketing. He had keynoted and was able to meet some awesome individuals at the Unleash Festival in Madrid, Spain. And as he got into some great conversations, he was telling people about the podcast and the mission and vision of the Started Up Foundation, and he has found us some all-stars. So I hope you enjoy this November four-part series. Again, thank you, Jeremy Miller, for going out and finding such awesome guests. I hope you enjoy. So yeah, we have an awesome individual here, Guermo Martinez. He's 25 and he's from Madrid, Spain. He's a native there. Um, he studied business and industrial engineering in college. And recently, he worked as a, pro- a product manager at a toy company, doing some pretty interesting things there. And that's kind of where he found his hobby in 3D printing work to help other people. Um, he has a company called Ayudamate, where they help people who don't have hands and arms, and he gives them a second chance, all thanks to 3D printing. And so we're going to dive into Guermo's story, how he's got there, and how he's uh, done some really cool, impactful things uh, in this podcast. So, yeah, so let's tee it up. Well, first of all, before we press record, you said, hey, if we go a little too fast, there is a little bit of a language barrier because you were from Madrid, Spain, correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll try to take this. If we go too fast, it's only because we're excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's only because we're excited. <laughs> yes. Uh, but kick it off for us. Um, tell us a little bit about your background before the 3D printing thing, that the passion that really started. Okay, great. So before that, uh, thank thanks for having me here because I didn't say anything. And thank you, Jeremy, because I had a lot of good moments with him in Madrid, and I hope to meet again in America, in Spain, wherever. But it, it was really nice to to meet you. And I will try to explain my myself a little bit because I was weird, a weird kid in in the beginning when I was try, trying to understand how how everything works, like the toys that uh, my parents uh, bought me and tried to understand how it works, how the, um, the movements, the joints, try to understand how uh, they work. And, and then I realized that I had to understand the things and try to understand everything, uh, just studying engineer. But it was like that. I had designs, I had I have notebooks in when I was uh, five or six, uh, with the uh, toy designs, and then I I always thinking about a machine that tried to create uh, this kind of toys, right? And and then three D printed starts <laughs> to appears in in internet on internet and say, okay, I, I need one of these. And then like um, 2015 or something like that, I bought my first one, and I tried to understand what, how the technology works, and then little by little. I try to, to to learn, you know, and and now I'm here <laughs> making hands for people who don't who doesn't have around the world. We started this project because uh, we um, we learned for some others project quite uh, the same in different countries around the world, and we say okay maybe we can design another kind of arm another kind of hand for people in need. And we create the first arm for people with no elbow, uh, without electronics in 3D printed. And wow. we, we send it uh, to Kenya because I had an international volunteer trip uh, to there. And I I came with, uh, with these five uh, arms to there. 
and it works fine. And I say, okay, I cannot stop here and I have yeah. to continue. And then I started my project, ayudame3d.org. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, try to explain that this project uh, try to help people with no arms, uh, giving arms for free. I love that. You know, Gwamer, there's a lot of really cool intricacies of your story. There's a lot of cool person. You know, you have such an interesting personality, such a great passion for people. Um, everything from the impact you've had to hospitals. We can we can talk about that in a bit into how Digimon plays into it. We can talk about <laughs> here in a bit. But um, Gwamer, tell me, talk to me about the origin of your confidence, your motivations for how you took your passion or your hobbies or your interest in toys and, and kind of, you know, robots, different kind of things and how yeah. you translated that into a, a product or something that can, you, you can get excited about it. You can help people. Like a lot of people in the world, they have passions, they have interests, but the translation from that to something that can actually yeah. help people is, is difficult. So let's talk to me a little about that. Yeah, actually it's difficult for me. <laughs> I, I always try to understand how this, uh, this path tried to explain how it's changed. And then I realized that it's like, uh, I love toys. I love to know how everything works. I try to understand how the 3D designs uh, can change everything. I, I would love to, actually in three, four years ago, I would love, love to have a Iron Man suite. And I say, okay, maybe I can start making an arm. <laughs> maybe I can start making a hand in 3D printed of Iron Man. And Say no, I don't have to do this. I have to this make this harm, but not for me, just for people who need it. And after making some Pikachu's and after making some base for my mom or some presents for my friends <laughs> in 3D printed, I say maybe I can make another use uh, useful thing, you know? Sure. And I say okay, maybe I can find something on internet. And then, as as I say before, I I realize of many projects on internet like social project and I say okay I want to join this kind of project and I'm going to make a different in in this uh, technological field I, I love that um, you, you know grandma there's a and you probably heard of him there's a very popular speaker author um, named Simon Sinek and he's got this concept called the golden circle called why how and what you know everyone yeah. knows what you do everyone knows how you do it you know maybe you have some you know unique differentiator but very few people know why you do what you do. So um, yeah. talk to us, you know, tell me a little about like your why, like, you know, you, and, okay. and, and I want you to share, you know, a little, little bit about, you know, the impacts you've had in hospitals and with kids, you know, those yeah. kind of things. But, you know, where do those motivations come from? Because, uh, you know, man, what you're doing is amazing. I mean, you're, you're speaking from the 1700 people, you know, we share the stage together, but you know, you're sharing your story. And, you know, I've been watching over the past couple of weeks, you're still getting more interviews, you're speaking more often, you, you, you're, you have amazing impact. And, where does that passion and desire to help people come from? Well, firstly, thank you. <laughs> um, I can, I think I can reply this. Um, I was an engineer, you know, I was like five years ago, I was a, an engineer, engineer, but my brain was also engineer brain. And I say, and everything that I did, that I did it was just for me, uh, try to understand everything, but just for making things by myself and to me. And then, it was a trip, the trip to Kenya. And then I met a lot of people and another try, uh, another culture, another everything. And then I gave, I gave these arms and I say, okay, I, I'm going to give these arms and I'm going to go back to my, to my house, to my job, to my everything. And everything is going to be the same, but no, 
in there in Kenya, uh, I saw the grateful, I saw the happiness, I saw that I, I was making something different and I was changing five lives because right now these five people uh, still with the, with their arms, still making uh, their routine uh, better and they wow. are more independent. Wow. Uh, they don't need they f- their their friends or their family uh, for making their routine things. And then I say, okay, um, I'm making something different, and I cannot <laughs> I cannot uh, think in that way that I thought before. You know, right? Um, I had to try to make my hobby uh, something to the to the humanity or to the. Um, you know, I still making Pikachu's. <laughs> yeah. But in the same time, I try to uh, help another people with my hobby, which is the 3D printer right now. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Do you want to kind of talk about the the whole hospital boxes with the IV bags and and, and kind of some of your work with that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, well, I, oh man, when you share that, that was that just warmed my heart. That was so cool. Well, this is this is something. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, when I came back to Kenya, uh, from Kenya, uh, I started to uh, earn followers and I started to talk a lot by Twitter, by Instagram and many, many places. And well, uh, one a parent of a child who has uh, who ha- already still having cancer, unfortunately, uh, has uh, wanted a box with the Batman logo. And some of us, like me and another users, another Twitter users with 3D printers say, okay, let's, let's oh, print, wow. let's, let's make something. Wow. And then it was really good and the, the feeling was amazing. And we started to think the same that I thought in, on Kenya. I say, we cannot stop here. We cannot do it just for one kid. We have to do it for, for many, many, th- many kids who, who need it. And then we started to create different logos, different kind of stuff. Uh, we have from Spider-Man, from Batman, from Frozen, from Minions, whatever, whatever uh, the kid uh, wants. And it's just like, you know, this like symbolic, but it's the children to get like, they are strong enough to, to through this, this uh, moment in their lives, which is terrible. And it, we try to just making a push to, to them and, and this is just a box, you know, but this is like colorful and this is just hope for them. So one of the things that we talk about um, with our students is that opportunities are everywhere. And one of the things I hear through your story is that travel opened up more like passageways and you got to see more opportunities because you saw things. It's one of the things that like, I'm grateful that my dad always, I don't want to say forced us to travel, but we traveled. And every time I'd go to a new region or a new state, I'd see things, I'd see opportunities to do things. And so when you're talking about, you know, doing, seeing things in Kenya that you could provide and all these other things to, to the student though, that can't necessarily travel to Kenya, how do you, how would you recommend that they have like when they travel to the town next to them? to have that same vision of what can I bring here and what value can I, uh, yeah. I provide? Yeah. Well, I realized about this because I traveled to Kenya, but uh, if I traveled to my neighbor, I, I could see many, many problems too. 
and I could see many handicaps that I can resolve that actually in my speech I talk that my hobby is 3D printed but if you love to make food just make food for people around you it's like uh, you have to make what you like and what you love to to try to make the difference uh, of course traveling is the best way to understand the world uh, actually, I, I made my Erasmus, which is the, the grant here in Europe. I, I guess in America there are something something similar. Um, you can travel uh, to many countries in the university, changing the university and everything. And I learned a lot uh, from many cultures, from many different kind of people. Many people are weird. Many people are good. Many people are bad. <laughs> but you have to understand everyone, everyone and try to figure out uh, which is the the meaning of uh, everything and then actually i i really re- i don't know if i'm talking like many things in with no no sense but i i'm sure uh traveling is the best way to understand the world and try to understand how uh make something make some business make some some uh, altruist thing but uh try to change uh some problems in the world no, I think I heard that in your answer that when you said, even when I'm traveling to the town next to me, I see problems. Yeah. And, and I think that's the everything like that. Yeah. Like when some people just see problems and they complain, okay, mm-hmm. you're just acknowledging that there's a problem there. You see problems. This is one of the things that we really try to, to yeah. do with our foundation is get students to be seekers and peakers. They seek opportunities. Yeah. They, they, they want to like, okay, we acknowledge this is a problem here in this city or this town. What mm-hmm. can be done? Because your talent that you bring to a new place is a new talent to that place. And, and um, there's just, and, and obviously there's a lot of empathy and there's a lot of learning you can do on your end to understand that culture as well. But it's just one of the things that I liked about your answer is like, I identify problems and then I think, okay, what can I do? And yeah, exactly. So important. Yeah, exactly. Actually, uh, we started in Kenya, but right now, after two years, we are in more than 32 countries. Wow. And we gave more than 150 arms for wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, just just because I decided to go to Kenya. <laughs> so it was like choices. You know, life is choices. So I love that. Um, you know, Guillermo, you had a quote in your, your speech and your keynote uh, in Madrid. Yeah. It was um, helping others is too easy not to do. And yeah. we talked about that, you know, the day before. And like, you know, as you know, helping and serving is a big part of my story, very rooted. And, you know, yeah. at the Startup Foundation, we're often encouraging, you know, students to use their skills and their passions and their talents to help other people and serve others. Um, talk to me about that quote. You know, where, you know was, was that your quote? Did you come up with that quote? And then, you know, what was that quote mean to you? Yeah, actually, this that quote uh, I decided. I will try to say in Spanish because maybe you have uh, listeners, Spanish listeners, <laughs> which is "Ayudar es demasiado fácil como para no hacerlo," which is a long quote. So in English, is helping is no uh, helping is too easy not to do or why not? And then uh, this this quote for me was like a like or like a retweet just three or four years ago. But now it's like every day I thought in this kind of quote. And it was before, after going to Kenya, and uh, realizing that it was so easy to make the difference to another person with my hobby. That is the, how I said before. And for me, it was right now it's the... It's the the meaning of my day, 
try to understand, as I said before, the problems of the world and try to f understand how to solve it thanks to my hobby. And because thanks to my hobby, it's easy to, to solve it. I think this is the, the way to understand and reply this, this, this question. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that. We're we're really big on like perspectives and like different perspectives and you know understanding people other people's perspectives. And so we've got a lot of students who listen to this, a lot of parents, a lot of teachers, um, and a, a lot of them. I mean, I'm going to make the assumption that they might have not have gone to Spain, they might not have gone to Madrid and yeah. some of these other parts of the world. So, um, Guillermo, can you give us some perspective and kind of talk to us a little about you know the opportunities you know in Spain? You know, what is it like? You know what. What if if you, if you want to be an entrepreneur and you know and you're young, you know what does the opportunities look look like for you? Um, are there opportunities? Can you talk a little bit about you know just kind of the the different innovative opportunities or educational opportunities that are in your community or that are a, a part of your guys as a society? Uh, you mean in Spain? Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> right now it's difficult. Right now we are in uh, we we pass a crisis uh, like some years ago. And we are in the in the tail of inter, in, entrepreneurship and in the tail of innovation in Europe. But this is not because of us, because of uh, our project, our our people. It's because of the governments. It's because of the grants. It's because of the 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 help of the government and Europe government to us. Uh, we have many, many ideas, and actually in the crisis, we start to think a lot to how to solve it. So we have many, many ideas, problems in the world. But uh, right now, uh, we have uh, really bad uh, grants or help uh, to these kind of uh, startups. And this is why uh, we are quite sad for, for how the government da doesn't help us too much. But uh, as you can see, as you can show in, in Alish event, uh, there were many European people who had amazing uh, jobs and amazing projects who yeah. has no idea about, I don't give a fuck about uh, the government and I don't give a fuck about everything. I just want to make my project and I'm going to uh, have a lot of power in my project and try to solve it in long term. So... We have that. We have uh, we have this. We have this passion, and I think this is the the best uh, card we have to to continue with our project. The passion for that and uh, the the idea to continue with the project to solve problems and also continue with our lives, uh, given <laughs> given um, I don't know how to explain it, but I think sure. uh, yeah. Wow. Wow, that that's really interesting. Yeah, it was it was really interesting going over to Spain and just kind of looking and kind of looking under the surface. You know, the Freakonomic strategy, looking at um, there's different cultural perspectives and inf infrastructure perspectives. It was it was really interesting. Um, Guillermo, if there was a, a student who was listening to this, right, and maybe they're in Spain or maybe they're in the states, yeah. but they are living in an area where they feel that whether it's you know their government or their schools or their parents <laughs> or whatever, they feel that they or on the tail end of, in, of entrepreneurship and innovation, you know, they feel like the opportunities for them might be lacking. And so someone like you, you know, you've done amazing things with, you know, maybe the, maybe the, the, the lack of resources that you had, that you had access to, what would you say to them in navigating through that journey of, 
you know, whether it's you, cre- you know, if the door isn't knocking, you know, you create your own door, you know, whether it's stuff like that, what would you say to them um, for those people navigating their journey who are wanting to start out? Uh, well, for me, the first, the first thing that I, uh, I thought uh, starting this is the transparency. I have no, uh, I don't know if it's in, in English is correctly, transparency, like be uh, giving the, tr- the true, yeah? Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, okay, transparent. <laughs> so transparency, like mm, be so legal with everything. Try to ens- explain perfectly your your model, your your idea, your everything. No, no, not to lie anything. Not to try to hide your your problems in your in your project. Just show everything. Uh, try to uh, get a mon- a mentor. To understand uh, what's your problems, what is your everything, and try to grow your your project or your your startup or whatever. And then, uh, for me, it was so important to show the project on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, yeah. on yes. everything. Because I, then I realized that my project was something. Yes. For me, in the first in the first uh, months making these arms, even even my family have no idea. What, that's my my arms and my everything was something it was like okay wow. Gide, what are you doing no nothing an arm for my for one kenyan guy okay see you <laughs> it was <laughs> like that and then i show it to instagram and it was a huge push yeah uh, many many followers and it was oh my god what are you doing and he say okay maybe i'm doing something weird <laughs> and then i realized that i i was making something different that people do so and you don't have to think your project is bullshit or your project is is normal. Yeah. You starting showing your project, and then you realize that that maybe you are making the difference. Yeah, it's funny you say that, um, Guillermo, because one of the things that we provide at the foundation, uh, especially you know with kids that move past the ordinary, we we provide them the three M's: money, mentor, and media. Yeah. And you just hit on all three, like because sometimes it's money you need you know, to scale up, to buy the equipment, to buy the resources, whatever. Um, but mentors, you, you mentioned that. And, and so, you know, we've worked with some students that they were already doing some great things. They just didn't know how to scale up. So mentors were needed. And then sometimes, like you just said, it's just the media. Like when you're already doing great work and the world doesn't yeah. know, all of a sudden you post something and it goes viral because it's needed, because it's loved. And I, I think that like literally we're, we're hitting on those three things is that, you you know, not everything is money, but not everything is social media. Yeah. But not and, and 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 there's also been some mentors. You you don't have to wait around forever. But those three together are always powerful. Which came first for you, though? Like, did you find a good meet? Like, did you find a, a good media source and a go? Did you find a mentor before the media? Did you have money first? Which of those three probably came first? Firstly, it was the the media because of uh, my university make a, a new, and then and then uh, the news spread to the newspaper not not newspapers but uh, you know the the news the the, the wow. brands uh, news brands and they started to talk about that and I I decided to create this uh, social media Ajudament 3D and and then uh, of course you have a uh, haters and you have person <laughs> who like it yep. but uh, in that moment you have to you have to focus on what uh, what is good for you if the haters 
are biased. The haters are telling you, okay, your your model is okay, but you are not gonna get any money in your life because you are doing it for free. Blah 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 blah. Okay, but you have to type uh, this note and take this note and say, okay, and I have to create a model to try to don't have this kind of problem in the future and try to talk with uh, companies, for example, to get money or try to make some events in 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 the government or in, in, in your town or whatever. Try to understand what's, what is your idea uh, um, listening the, the your users or your followers, what are you saying to you? And maybe some of your users are mentors to you because I learned a lot yeah. for my for my followers. And Absolutely. I learned a lot uh, for the question that people make me because maybe <laughs> I I I'm unre- I am a really good improviser. I don't know if this <laughs> this is the this is the word, but yep. if someone tell me some question that I don't even think about it before. I started to talk. I don't know what, but I started to talk a lot. I love that. Then I, I'm thinking the answer and I think, oh my God, this is a really huge problem. I have to think about this in my weekend. <laughs> and then I started to learn because that, that guy or that woman told me really huge thing that maybe I have, it's going to be a problem in the future. So I started to take notes and, and understand and learn. Of course, learn but because you don't, uh, you don't stop to learn in your life. Yeah. Grandma, you, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had a pretty decent job where you were doing some things that you kind of enjoyed, but yeah. you left that job to pursue full-time your project, Ayudame. Yeah. Um, was that decision tough? Yeah, still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I waking up every day so happy and so uh, nervous in the same time every day (laughs) because I'm so passionate about my project but in the same time I'm saying okay uh, I left a really good job that I maybe I couldn't uh, worry about in my life (laughs) but uh, I couldn't do that job you know I I was three years making this project in my free time and I didn't have any moment for me in three years and one day I was in my job, and one partner of me uh, say, I was uh, hiking this, this weekend. And I say, I never hike, but uh, why not? Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, I, I want to do it. But I have no time because I come back to my, to my house, and I started to reply emails and started to uh, print uh, arms. I started to make everything till 2 a.m. In, mo- in, uh, <laughs> in the evening, and then go to sleep, and then wake up at 7 and go to... <laughs> it was like that yeah said, okay stop what do you what do you want to make right now with uh, 20 uh, 25 years uh, uh amazing job with amazing money but of course yes <laughs> but in the same time uh um stop amazing project that is amazing in in spain and you have many many requests right now and I stop it here. No, of course not. I, I, w- I don't right. want to stop it. So I have to decide it and I decide that. Uh, I really don't regret about that. And I'm so happy for my decision. And I'm sure I'm going to um, uh, start to grow this to understand how to make it for, for try to live with this. I started like, as I say, two months ago and I'm so happy right now. And I, I don't regret at all. 
That's awesome. No, I, I like the fact that you were talking about that you. But angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I like that you're like you. You could go hiking, and I'm like you're you're on quite an adventure, and you're on this journey, and I but I relate to it. I I just left a 21 career, 21 year career, and I loved it, and uh, yeah. miss it. But at the same time, I, I echo your sentiments. I want to yeah. build something, and I want to do something, and. Yeah, uh, I, I just came across a book that I read five years ago, and I have it on audio. Um, and it's uh, called The Hard Thing of Hard Things, and it's by Ben Horowitz. And oh, he said, when you're in startup mode, you have two emotions. It's fear and euphoria. And, and it's definitely true. That's my approach. Yeah, there's very few middles. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you, and I'm, uh, you know, I'll... I'll um, you know, have Jeremy uh, say his goodbyes too, because th- this is this has been enlightening to me. I just love the fact that you have the mindset of wanting to help first, provide yeah. value first, and um, it's just great Thank to you. hear. Uh, I'm so happy that that Jeremy got to go out and meet people like you. Uh, we appreciated you being on the show. Really yeah, Gra- Thank you, yeah, Grandma. Thank you so much for being. You know, t- taking the time. What time is it over there? I'm curious. It's three fifteen Eastern time for us. Nine evening. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, Guillermo, thank you so much for taking this time. Yeah, it, it's late, late night for you, I guess. Actually, technically for you guys, you guys are going to start having dinner sometime soon. Uh, but yeah. yeah, man, thanks for sharing your story and giving some advice um, and letting people be inspired by the actions that that you've been taking with your mindset. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much, my friend. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, you text me to having me here today. And I hope uh, we meet in the future. And of course, if you want to learn more about our projects, it's Ayudame 3D. Uh, well, but you can find it on our website or wherever. Really, thank you very much. And then if someone wants to connect with you personally, uh, what is your social media? Uh, which is my social media, you mean? Yep, your personal social media. So you should Ayudame, but if someone wants to connect with you personally, what's your personal social media? Uh, you can find it in Ayudame 3D. Uh, okay, cool. I, I replay everything. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you very much.